By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 1071. You are listening to BS.show. It's a show about nothing. I am Brad. He is Shelly. And together we make BS. And Brad, my life would suck without you. And he has no comment to that. So, I guess uh, his life wouldn't suck without me. <laughs> anyway, today is Monday, TGIM. And it is the 19th of December. And we are like going to get Christmas. a show started for you that will have you tapping your toes, thinking a little bit, because we always walk, you always walk away with a golden nugget from a show that has, um, well, it does have a purpose. It's to make put you in a good mood. But they're beating um, on me, Mikey. Stole has no, Christmas. What? They're beating on me, Mikey. Stole Christmas. Oh, that's a new one. He's got oranges the size of beach balls. No, no, I, I don't no, even no. know don't what know. that means. He's tough. He's tough as a pine knot. As a pine knot? Okay, let's go to big girls for 200. Okay, the answer there, skinny women can do this for you. Doug, what is not a damn thing? Yeah, you got <laughs> Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that last one. <laughs> if you're watching that, they're on YouTube. The Black Jeopardy the Black Jeopardy episodes. Oh no. Uh, I they are seen that. so funny. Oh my god. And you know what? It's interesting. I'm thinking to myself, can they still do that kind of stuff? You know what's really interesting? Last week the smartest woman in the world was watching TV and she texts me and she says, OMG, I'm watching Best of Saturday Night Live, it was on like, you know, they do Saturday Night Live primetime. It's on like, you know, 9 o'clock on a Thursday or something like that. Uh-huh. And she was like, I can't believe the things they used to do. Now, how can they How can they put them on a primetime in the middle of primetime, but they can't do it in not-so-primetime anymore? I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Which is really funny because they were really more... Um... Well... Let's, What's the word? I don't know what the word is. Let's say I get in trouble for saying this because politically correct. Well, no, no, they they now they just they, they were back then. Well, I think you know everybody's going to always say when you get old you're going to say, well, remember when? Remember when cars used to go fast? And okay, well, cars have never gone faster than they've gone right now. I mean, right now we have some of the fastest cars on the street that we've ever had. Well, you back know, in the day, according to some of the magazines from the seventies, yeah. We were supposed to have um, well cars that fl- flew. Seventies. When I was in school, that was like when and when you when you're uh, after you get out of college because they're always pushing your college. Hey, f- kids, Uncle Brad, right here. Think twice before you go to college. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Let's not just say that anymore. Oh, that no. would be so fun. No, it wouldn't be. Anyway, the idea being that already they're saying the things like like we're already having the things like well when you get your electric car. Yeah, okay, once again, we have a problem right now that 
they, in some areas of the country, they can't keep the electricity on. So what good is an electric car going to do if the electricity doesn't stay on? You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and now, like, you've got all sorts of situations like out the West where there's this drought and some of the power plants out there are like our Bagnell Dam down at Lake of the Ozarks. They generate electricity. Guess what? They're not generating elec- any electricity because there's no water to go through them, or at least there's not enough water to go through them. You know, and you've got all these other... I mean, it's just, like, nutty. And today... You know, they're saying, what is it? What is the, the thing today? No, it's Wednesday. Today specifically or today in general? No, Wednesday, Title 42. Do you know about this? What do you think? You do. Okay, go on. I'm giving you too much credit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, okay. continue, sir. Wednesday, Title 42 ends. Okay, Title 42 was a regulation put into the federal government back I guess right around two years ago right now, during the height of the, like when we first, you know, you go two years ago right now, COVID was really starting to kick in, okay? Uh, yes, it we, was. We didn't know it yet, but it was, because you go back to uh, Two Decem- years ago you did. Well, no, no, December of 2000, things weren't, things weren't, remember, things weren't, the wheels weren't falling off yet. And remember, in in early, was it, was it, two, I'm trying to lose track here, was it early in 2001 when... Brad... No, the on. virus was in 2020. At the beginning of 2020. Well, you're saying 2000 and 2001. Okay, I'm confused. I'm an old guy. Anyway, Title 42 is this is this law that states that if people come across the border illegally, we can put them back there. And remember, also it had the fact that if you wanted to come to the United States and be, you know, come across the border, you had to wait in Mexico for your turn. Remember they had this deal, you had to wait in Mexico, okay? Title 42 ends Wednesday, which means the border essentially is open, 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 open. And they're already report. Matter of fact, over the weekend. Open as in like anybody can stroll over? They can't stop you now. The Title 42 was you, at least you have to, you know, they, they stopped you. They gave you, you know, I think they do the, 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 the thing, the what's the barometric thing or biometric biometric barometric is like something else biometric they scan your eye and you know because everybody has a different eye scan so in other words it's like a fingerprint a retinal scan right they, they scan your eye and they put that into the database okay so now as of wednesday they won't even do any of that you just come across the border and already the mayor of el paso who by the way is a democrat he's not even a republican he's already declared el paso a um what do you call it a disaster area because they don't know what to do they are overwhelmed with and what's interesting is they already said there are people queuing up across the border in mexico waiting to come over on wednesday because wednesday is like okay you know hey come on in you know anybody can come in you know you know hey don't worry about not being a citizen don't worry about not you know having you know a passport come on in you know everything's fine and what always got me was I scratch my head at this because I'm thinking to myself, now hold on a minute now. We have this whole thing with the with the COVID and we're now we're having it up again because I don't know if you remember this, I just got my notice on my email that they're sending me more test kits. You know about this? Yeah, I do. Did you get one of those too? Uh no, Davey signs them up for all of us. No, but but I didn't I never signed up for a stupid thing. I just got them. And the interesting thing is they sent them to the wrong address, but that's a whole other story. But anyway, uh, so so now they're saying there's another another flare-up in COVID-19. And Where? 
in the United States. In some areas, they're they're like, for example, what's what they call it? They call it now. They call it the triple threat or something like that, where you have COVID nineteen was it R RSV, which is respiratory disease, yeah, and then you have uh, the flu, flu, just the regular old flu, flu, the not flu? not the not the COVID nineteen flu, not the flu, but yeah. the flu, flu. Remember how they used to call it, like the pig, pigs, the pig flu, and. And the Spanish flu and stuff like that. Not not to be confused Swine with, flu. with not, not to be confused with Spanish fly, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> anyway. Only you. Uh, Only no. You. No. No. It's just like I don't see I know people are gonna go, Well, you're just some conservative jerkazoid. I don't Yeah, un- that's what he is. He's I conservative. don't understand why we do things you know, I say this all the time. This is like my favorite saying. Freedom is messy, okay? When you give people freedom, most people, probably 99.8% of the people, are good doobies. They don't cause any problems. But you got the point, point 0.1 or 0.2% that kill people, that rob people, that carjack people, that mug people, that stab people. You know, I mean, like, those are the... But in other words, the idea being is if you let people have guns, once again, probably 998 maybe 99.9% of the people are, you know, very cautious about their guns. You know, the NRA teaches all these safety classes. You know, you've, 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 you've gone through that. You've got your concealed carry, don't you? Or do you don't? No, I was going to get it, and then they made it, they stopped making it a thing. Well, they, they teach you in a good concealed carry class. They teach you, you know, the basics, like, don't, you know. I'm, I'm going to have to go to one because... Um, because you're I, gonna, I don't you, know how to shoot. I do have a, a, a weapon. But because I, you're going to shoot me? Is that what it is? That's what you're <laughs> No, yours is going to be more physical. Oh, you're going to run over me with your car. <laughs> well, there's that. Okay. So, no. But I, I choked you the other day and got caught. Yeah, on the, on the, on, on, it's, it's on the internet. So there's people show that, you know, I am, I am a, a, a work spousal abusey you're the work oh, spousal. You you're the work spousal that was justified <laughs> you're my work wife and you tried to choke me and there's proof of it so i was a yeah. <laughs> so i was a could you tell i got busted well anyway i don't know what we're talking about anymore i see i that was well, see see i don't what i don't understand is and let's be honest the what? Democrats, for the most part, and Joe Biden pretend, eh, Bordner's no problem. Remember he was in Arizona last week and or the week before, and somebody asked him, Mr. Mr. President, are you going to go out to the border? No, i got more important things to do. Okay, when well, you've got 2 million people, supposedly, since I heard a statistic the other day, since he's been our president, there have been 6 million people come across the border illegally. Okay, now, the crazy thing about that is, if you and I want to get on a plane Guess what we got to show? Picture ID. Uh-huh. If you and I want to go to the United States Capitol, Washington, D.C., and go to any federal office building, go to you know Congress. I don't even know if you can get into Congress anymore. I think they still might have that shut down for the Jan 6 thing. Anyway, uh, I know if you try to go to the Department of Justice, you try to go to any federal agency, they have the metal detectors there, they have the police, and you have to show a picture ID. Okay? Why is it that you and I, being legal citizens have to do all this jump-through-hoop stuff when illegals can do anything they want. Eh, they can go anywhere. Eh, you know, put them on a plane, fly them to New York at 2 o'clock in the morning, dump them in New York City. But yet when the dude from, when the governor from, from Texas 
charters a bus and sends them up to to New York City. The mayor of New York City says he needs six billion dollars to take care of the homeless. Now, I was I always find it fascinating that when you hear these numbers, and my my calculator on my phone won't go up to billion dollars. Okay, but let's say let's say let's see how far to go. Okay, let's say there's a homeless crisis in 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 um tell you what let's take this let me see if i can get this real quick i don't think my phone will go to to calculator will go to a billion i need a how how they do it i guess they're doing that on like uh they're doing that like on what smartest woman in the world probably doesn't on her spreadsheets okay if i do let's do one billion one yeah, you're, you're asking the wrong zero girl zero zero that's to, a thousand uh... three more zeros that's a million Three more zeros. Yeah, it, it 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 my calculator will only go nine digits. It'll go a hundred million. It won't go to. It'll it probably go to nine 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 nine. It won't go any further than that. So it'll go to nine hundred. It won't go to a billion. Okay. So let's say nine hundred ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars is a billion dollars, which is it's one dollar away from. Okay. If you've got, let's say you've got ten thousand. We're gonna divide that by ten thousand illegals each illegal gets ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars okay okay how how well of a life could you live if someone just gave you a hundred thousand dollars hey shelly here's a hundred thousand dollars we know you're not doing well we know you're an illegal you came from st louis county into st charles county you didn't get your passport <laughs> to get into st charles county here's Funny. here's a hundred thousand dollars sorry we couldn't give you more but do you think you might be able to get by on a hundred thousand dollars? Do you think I? I personally <laughs> think that if if uh, they gave each person a hundred thousand dollars in the United States already, we wouldn't have the problems that we have. Okay, I will disagree with you because I will say that it, let's say let's take our sample of of a thousand people. If you gave a thousand people a hundred thousand dollars, you just randomly went through some kind of a random process and you picked 10,000 people, let's say from the St. Louis area. So you got, you know, 2,500 from St. Louis City, 2,500 from St. Louis County, uh, 2,000 from uh, St. Charles County, you know, do the rest of them. You know, somebody from Franklin County, somebody from from Jefferson County, okay? If you take those those 10,000 people, okay, and you gave them each $100,000, there would be some of those that would squirrel the money away and like put it in a savings account, invest in the stocks. There would be other people who would like pay off their house, pay off their cars. And there are other people who would buy $100,000 worth of drugs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they would just go stick it up their nose. Well, and, what do you think they and, were doing with the, each of those $1,400 checks? Inject it in their veins, you know, huh. put it in their throats. You know, I mean, see, once again, you can't, that's that's the problem with freedom. Freedom is math. I have to tell you this bizarre story. Remind me to tell you the, the South Korean story about these kids that are put to death, these teenagers. Do you know about this? What? Yes. The North Korea. I just, if I say South Korea, I'm just wrong. North Korea. North Korea. Kim Jong Il or Un, I can't remember which one he is. Un. Put two or three teenagers to death. Do you know why? Or... Oh, well, I'll tell you next break. You have to well, sit on the edge of your seat. No, we have to sit on the edge, edge of your seat. You can't just say that no. and then go yeah, to a break. You have to sit on the edge of your seat. Because I'll tell you next break. Remind me, okay? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Remind Boy, me. They. Oh, so in other words, you, you think I'm a jerk? You think I'm like they're beating on him like he stole Christmas? Yeah, don't beat on me. Okay.
Okay, Ebenezer. <laughs> I didn't steal Christmas either. It's 630. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we make BS. 636. Shelly, you back from taking out your dog? She must not be. Uh, she had to go take out her dog. Okay, I have already reminded about what happened in North Korea. We'll talk about that when Shelly gets back because I know she won't believe me when I tell the story because there are certain things that I tell her, even though I have sources for it, she goes, that couldn't have happened. That's not true. That's BS. Well, this whole show's BS. <laughs> what what difference does it make? Okay. Uh, there, hold on a minute. Uh, that must have been a Pepsi. No, it's a Mountain Dew. Oh. You know, I've had people make fun of me for drinking Mountain Dew in the morning. Now, these are the Why? same people. Well, I, I, They sit there and they drink all these, uh, what are they called? They stand in, they, like, for example. In Energy wa- drinks. Well, in Washmo, since they o- opened up the new, the new um, what do you call it? Starbucks. Bridge? No, the new, new Starbucks. The new oh. Starbucks is, is in, the, in the Bank of Frank building, okay? You go by there and there's like 12 cars in line. Okay, hold on a minute. They sit in line for, I mean, how long? I mean, like, I just, as, as an experiment, I just like to go someday and say, okay, you're the, you're the last car in line right now. I'm going to hit my stopwatch right now. Bunk. And I'm not going to hit the stopwatch again until you get up and place your order. Okay? So they make fun of me for drinking Mountain Dew. When they'll line up at the stupid Starbucks. Yes, fact, they will. The one on Mid-Rivers. You know this from going to oh the, the Breadco. The one in Mid-Rivers, they line up, and you can't get into the Breadco. You know what I'm talking no, about? you can't. They go around the entire side of the building. Okay. Yes, so they do. People make fun of me for drinking my Mountain Dew when, if I go to the Quickie Mart, and they, you know, they charge me excessive prices, a 20-ounce bottle of Quickie Mart Mountain Dew is like two forty nine. What can you get at Starbucks for two and a half bucks? Tell me how many things you can get at Starbucks for $2.50. Is there anything you can get there for $2.50? Maybe a couple napkins? They'll sell you a couple napkins for $2.50? Seriously, is there anything you can buy at Starbucks for under $3? I don't think there is. So I, I don't think there is either. I, I'm not, I don't drink, I don't like Starbucks, so I wouldn't you're know. Not, and you're not a coffee drinker, are you, though? I, I drink frosty beverages. Well, yeah, but you don't, you don't drink coffee, right? Well, they've got espresso in it. But. No, no, I mean like coffee, coffee, like hot cup of coffee, cup of joe. You know, you don't drink that, right? No. Okay. Okay. Don't give me that. Well, I drink espressos. Then you sound. I don't drink uh, hot things. Uh, when you drink it, do you put your little finger up in the air when you grab the mug? I do, as a matter of fact. Don't judge. <laughs> Judger. Okay. I, I've sourced this story. I've got, I don't know how many sources, Okay. Here's the headline of the story. North Korea executes teenagers for distributing South Korean TV movies. You ready for this? Sources who witnessed the alleged executions in October told Radio Free Asia the teens were aged 16 and 17. A radio told the uh, resident told the broadcasters Korean service they were told that quote those who watch or distribute South Korean movies and dramas and those who disrupt social order will not be forgiven and will be sentenced to the maximum penalty death. Residents in Hyesan, H-Y-E-S-A-N, where the executions allegedly took place, gathered in groups to watch authorities put the teens in front of the public, sentence them to death, and then shoot them. Authorities had reportedly warned weeks before the execution that those who distributed foreign media would face harsh punishment. Get this. 
The prior year, the North Korean authorities announced that anyone in possession of South Korean media or art would face up to 15 years in prison on a new anti-reactionary thoughts law. You have a thoughts law if you think the wrong way. That's we got that in the United States now. <laughs> if you think the wrong way, it's called Facebook ads. <laughs> right. If you think the wrong way, well, it used to be Twitter. If you think the wrong way and you put it into words, oh, you're banned. God, the stuff. You know, we'll talk about that. Um, so I didn't think that the world did that anymore. You get hit. Get this. In August 2021, several teens caught watching the South Korean drama crash landing on you. I don't. I don't know what that is, were sentenced to prison, according to the Daily NK, a Seoul-based publication which focuses on North Korean news. Okay. Well, how did they know? Because I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, imagine. And not only that, they say that in, I've read this in other places. You know what, you know what K-pop is, right? K-pop is the Korean, like, yeah. you know, we play. Yeah. Didn't we, one of them go to war? Uh, I think they all got drafted finally. Did you know, they? Yeah, the, okay. the the you know the dudes in in the Korean version of One Direction. Okay, <laughs> you know, we call them that. Okay, uh, because in Korea you have a uh, South Korea you have mandatory. It used to be that in the United States, you used to have mandatory service. Everybody got drafted. You know, yeah, everybody yeah, got they, drafted. They did right. Okay, that's how Elvis ended up in the army. Remember, Elvis went to Germany. Okay, in 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 North Korea, if you are caught with K-pop. Death sentence, literally, death sentence. You can't. I'm thinking to myself, okay, hold on a minute. This is like, I mean, and they wonder why the country's such a mess. They wonder why. Remember, I mean, this is a gross story. I'm going to tell you this, but this is a true story. It's Monday. Why are you setting off gross stories? No, no, no. Just I, I, this is this is this is giving an idea. A South Korean. Uh, remember, they got the DMZ, and every once in a while, to this day, every once in a while, shots are fired back and forth across the DMZ. Okay, the North Koreans will shoot and the South Koreans will fire back. Okay, a South, a North Korean soldier, he essentially tried to escape North Korea and ran across the border and was shot by his own soldiers. In other words, he's deserting, so they're going to shoot him. They're not going to let him get into South Korea. He got shot a couple times, but he lived. The North Korean border guards got him, threw him in an ambulance, took him to hospital. They operated on him. He had, he had, abdominal gunshot wounds, you know, got shot in the gut, okay? When they're operating on him, the doctor found this great big long tapeworm in his colon because they have such bad, you know, bad problems with, you know, health and and, and cleansing, you know, cleanliness and stuff like that. Plus, they the, the guy was also undernourished because they don't have any food, you know, because they don't have... They have this crazy, weird country. And matter of fact, was it Yangnam Pen, whatever the name, the country, the, the, the city where the capital is? They build all these fancy buildings, and there's nobody in them. They build them just to look like they're pro, you know, a prosperous, progressive country. And they build these great big, tall buildings, like apartment buildings, but they don't finish them. They're like hollow inside. Because they want. Oh, it's kind of like uh, St. Charles. <laughs> Where's that? Where, <laughs> I... What? Where all these buildings are being built? No, no they, but nobody moves into them. Oh, you want to hear my, my St. Charles County story? Sure. Okay. We go from Tapeworm to St. Charles County. Good segue, Brad. This is a true story. 364 right there at Heritage Landing. You know, they just recently. Re- yes. They just recently redid, redid all the ramps there so you can get on and off and stuff like that. You didn't, you know, you couldn't be able to get on. You couldn't get off there 
I think that's the way it was. You couldn't get I'm off Yugi. 364. Anyway, it was complicated. Okay. Which, by the way, I was through there over the weekend. It's like the smartest woman in the world is going to get mad at me. Guys, will it take three more years for you to finish the interchange of 94 and 364? Oh, my God. What a well, what mess. What about our subdivision? Okay. Well, well, let me let me tell the rest of the story. Ugh. When they came through with the plans to put 364 through. You never finished your tapeworm story. Well, they found a tapeworm in his gut. That's what happened. That was the story. Oh, is that the story? Yes. I mean, because of the fact that the North Koreans are such, you know, in such bad shape. It was like a three-foot-long tapeworm in, in, in his colon. You know, like, how gross is that? You know? That's pretty gross. Right. Okay. Thanks for sharing that visual. So 364 right there at Heritage Landing. Okay? They put the original original plans through. They're going to buy all this property, eminent domain. Because, you know, they took a lot of people's houses and stuff like that. Businesses. They're going to eminent domain No, it? they did. This is when they put the original 364 through. Okay? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. a guy bought, some developer bought a piece of property just off of 364 at Heritage, Heritage Landing because he heard that they hadn't taken that piece of property yet, but they were thinking about it. So he bought the piece of property, and he realized that if they took the property from him, he was going to get X. But if he built houses on the property, he was going to get like 4X because they were going to give him money for each house. So he built a bunch of houses, but he didn't finish them. <laughs> he just like poured foundations and put the walls up and didn't do anything on the inside. And then, and I remember this, then the, the, the state came along and, and offered him, hey, we'll give you, you know, since you got houses, we'll give you $300,000 a house. Okay, deal. So they gave him the money and they tore the houses down. Nobody ever lived in them. But because of the fact there was a loophole, because he found out ahead of time that they were, you know, and his bet was, well, if, if they don't want the property, I'll just finish the houses and I'll just sell them. People can live in them. But no, they did want the property. So they, since he had houses, once again, you know, you know what I'm saying? The idea and being And they didn't is, check to see if they were fully functional? Or that doesn't make a difference? I don't know. I mean, they were houses. I you mean, know? they were going to tear them down regardless. I, but. Well, it's just like just like when they put through 170 back in the day when it was 725 north of Page. They tore all those houses out along there. Look what they did on the Page extension. Same thing there. They tore yeah, down that, a bunch. that's true. They tore down a bunch of houses, you know, west of, of what is that? Bennington, you know, I mean, you know, yep. I mean, like, it's like, okay, you know, you I know, mean, there's a whole generation that will not know or understand the inner belt. I know. 725. All right, 725. You say that now people, well, inner belt, people go like inner belt, you know, because in the inner belt is 170. The outer belt is 270. Nobody ever calls it the outer belt. No, they don't. It's, I, n- I never do. Right. It's the outer belt. Okay. But I call, I call 170 the inner belt because that's how I was raised. I call 170 the drag strip because uh-huh. if if I'm doing 60 miles an hour, I get past at double my speed, and I am not exaggerating. And the crazy that's because you're actually only going well, no, no. 30. No, no. The crazy thing about that was 170 used to be. We used to, matter of fact, uh-huh. you know where Bell Ridge, you know where Bell Ridge is, right there, 170 Natural Bridge. That's a little town called Bell Ridge. Okay, back yeah. in my back in my traffic I thought reporting. It was Bell Nor. No, there's a Bell Nor, but there's a Bell Ridge. Okay. Bell Ridge is right there in 170. It's just just south of 70, right there. Where you know where if you're at 170 and 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 Natural Bridge, you're in Bell Ridge. Okay. Yes. We used to call it in my traffic reporting days Radar Ridge, because they had a full time officer. They got money from the federal government for him to sit up on 170 morning, noon, and night, and all he did was give speeding tickets. All he did. And then well, that's for- probably needed because. When, well, but now it's you gone. know people do need rules. 
oh, here's the lady who drives at 120 miles an hour down the interstate. I do not drive at 120 <laughs> miles. And the only reason why you thought you were doing 60 is because you were actually doing 30. No, 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 not the case. Okay, we have to take a break. Shelly's got to go warm up her Ferrari so she can <laughs> drive to the Honey, grocery. I- I would love a Ferrari, but if once I got in, I couldn't get out. Well, that's with most people's. So I don't feel like you're the Lone Ranger on that one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would like to have to eat eat food in there. I'd have to get a squatty potty. I mean, just really. Thanks for sharing, Shelly. 648. Me? All right. Okay, this is Brad talking to Shelly. I like you. I do. I really, really do. Here's Shelly talking to Brad. You're a jerk. I'm going to throat punch you. So that is not true, and you take that back. Oh, the throat punch? How many times? Well, the throat punch is a given, Brad. <laughs> On any given day, you deserve it from me. But the rest of it, that was a bunch of BS, and you need to take it back. Okay. Next hour, I, no, I know no, no, no. you. No, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you take it back. Did you take it back? <laughs> the words went back in my back in my mouth. Hear it? I just sucked it back in. <laughs> I turned on the, the word sucker, and it just sucked the words back in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Punch, See, I got to tell that story real quick. Back in the day, when we used to record everything on tape, the salespeople, when I was production director at the old KSLQ, I was in charge of all the commercials, okay? And we used to have the salespeople. It happened all the time. And it's funny because they believed it. Uh, back in the day, Okay. They would get a commercial for a client, and they would play it for the client, and they would come back, and they would say, well, the client liked it except for one word. It was always one word, okay? And I used to always say, ah, no problem. We'll just turn on the word sucker and just suck that word right out of there. And they'd go, okay, great. And they'd walk out like, we could really do that. <laughs> like they were even listening to you. Right. They just wanted to fix, Brad. They right. didn't want to know that you could They didn't it. care how it got done. Just got to fix it. You know, the word sucker. Okay. Uh, next hour. I have to tell you a story, which I shouldn't tell on the air, but it's actually sort of funny. Shelly is the huge Facebook mark, Facebook marketplace person, okay? And I have to admit, I have sort of gotten into that, okay? But I'm not buying the stuff that Shelly's buying. I bought something on Facebook marketplace on Saturday. What was and, it? Oh, well, I'll tell you the story was, next. Did you pick it up? No. Well, there's a whole story behind this. And it's to the point where, it's to the point where like, Let's just use the word sketchy. Okay, was it what I sent you? No, 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 no. Sketchy oh, times me. sketchy times 10, okay? <laughs> where, yeah. Did where, they ask for your phone number? No, 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 no. No, no. I showed up at a place. And once again, I'm not exactly sure what the real circumstances were. I was told what the circumstances were, but I do believe that was BS, okay? But that's a whole other story. I'll tell you was that it, next. Did it was it warm to the touch when you bought it? Got well, it? Well, no, but I don't think. Well, I just tell the story next hour. Okay, I mean, you, you might get a kick out of it. But part of the reason I wanted to tell the story is I came back on a road, which once again, you know, my complaint about the fact that in the city and the county they're doing this traffic calming stuff all over the place. What traffic calming? C A L M I N G. Oh, with the traffic circles? Well, that, and they're building these, like, step-ups, and they're they're reducing roads from four lanes to two lanes, and they're putting in, you know, rumble strips, and they're putting in bumps and stuff like that. The slowdown traffic, okay? okay? I will tell you that I was amazed at a major road, which they've done this to, and I have to tell you, I think it's sort of bizarre. I just don't understand it. I, How bizarre? I don't understand. I don't understand it. 
I mean, it would be like saying, hey, you know, there's people drive too fast on 270, so let's make it one lane. Okay. Isn't the idea about having multiple lanes is to push all that traffic through? That it, You know, remember, 270 started out as two lanes in each direction. It did. And now it's like, in some space, spots, it's like five lanes. It's like it's like the page extension. They, they got smart when they built the page extension. They're not going to put two lanes in. They're going to put in five lanes in each direction. <laughs> yes, right. they did. Okay, so, so no, no waiting, okay? So, but every place else, they're taking four lanes, two lanes in each direction, and making it into, into one lane in each direction. And I'm going like, I don't understand it. And what they're doing is they're making it. Oh, I'll tell the story next hour. Okay. Um, something I want to go. Oh, by the way, you know what Wednesday is? Wednesday is my favorite day. It's this time of All the year. Day. Wednesday. You know yeah. what Wednesday is? Wednesday afternoon. Take a guess. It's hump day. It's the 21st. Does that ring a bell? 21st. Wednesday. Of December. Yes. Winter solstice. So starting Ooh, on that's Wednesday. That's the longest day of the year, isn't it? Or is that the shortest Shortest day? each day after Wednesday. The days get longer. That is my favorite time of the year. When when we turn back around and we don't have like the, you know, sunset at 430 crap, you know, where we where <laughs> we have we have like every day. That's really it, true. It does make oh, you think God, that it's, the, it's, it's later than it is. It's depressing as hell. I hate this time of the year for the sun, sun going down at like 4.30. You could 4:30. never live in Alaska, could you? Uh, I could. I could with, you know, matter of fact, I've had offer, matter of fact, uh, uh, you know, the former governor has called me up many times and says, hey, Brad, come live with me. Oh, Sarah, I don't know if I can. Uh, I take a break. It's 6.59. You know, this is me playing the piano. Do you know that, Shelly? That's me right there. You hear it? Elton called me up and said, Brad, can you come play piano on my new song with me and Britney Spears? I said, no problem, Elton. I'll be right over. That was Britney Spears? Yes. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elton and Britney. Yeah. You know, she said she's never going to perform in public again. And quite honestly, I don't blame her. She's got, you know, I mean, you know. Well, I, she hasn't been treated right, really. I, I agree with you. I think the whole thing with her, with her father being, you know, I mean, think of all yep. the crazy, weird People from Hollywood, you know, like like the the Johnny, what's his name, Johnny Johnny Rock, or what's his name, the Pirates of the Caribbean dude, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Okay, I mean, if there's anybody who needs somebody to watch over him, it's him. You know what I mean? Like he does need a handler, right? I mean, like put somebody in charge of him. You know, and all these other people that you know that drink themselves to death, drunk their drunk themselves to death. You know, spend all their money on weird stuff like Nicolas Cage and stuff like that. Okay. Two things to talk about this morning. Um, first off, due to John Combest, and you know who I'm talking about. John's an interesting guy. I do. John wonderful, is yeah, wonderful man. This guy is like brilliant. Okay, he he is wicked smart. This man. guy is like is like Mensa kind of material. Okay, yes, and he is. For a long time, he was one of the comms people at Monsanto. And then Bear took over, and there's a story which we won't tell of why he's no. no longer with Bear. Okay, he's off on his own right now, and he's doing consulting work, and he's still Mr. Politics. And he runs this website. It's just his ni- name, John Combest, C-O-M-B-E-S-T, johncombest.com, okay? And every day, he recaps politically what happened around the state the day before, okay? 
we made the list on Friday, okay? Because we had. I feel so. I mean, I was like giddy like a schoolgirl. Like, we just won the publisher's right. clearing out. We got on John Combest's list, okay? Now, here's what's interesting. He put a link to, and here's the interesting part. He puts a link to our interview with with Pinky, a.k.a. Mark McCluskey, which yeah. quite honestly turned into, I think, one of the best interviews I've ever done because it was spontaneous he was fun, you know, he, we were kidding around, stuff like that. Okay, I went and listened to it back. I don't normally ever listen to anything. I've, I've, I rarely ever listen to me on the air anymore. It's to the point where I go, oh, I suck. I'm not, I want to hear myself. So I listened to it two or three times before I put it up on on um, our, um, man, I'm not doing well this morning, am I, on our podcast, okay? So John puts it up, and he puts in the times, you know, it's such at three minutes into the interview, Mark says this, and at four and a half minutes in the interview, Mark McCluskey comments on this. Okay, so what's interesting is I've gotten a fair amount of feedback, and it's very polarizing feedback. Okay, the Republicans will say to me, "Wow, great interview! You had fun with Mark. Mark was very good. It was a great interview." The Democrats would say, and matter of fact, here's my favorite one. That says, What's the ratio between Dems? Oh, and- 10 Democrats, ten Democrats hated my interview. You know, ten to one, ten to one. Okay. Okay. And the Democrats would, as a matter of fact, the most common complaint I got was that guy doesn't sound like he could make it on NPR because I, I thought did- he was good. No, no, me. I'm the guy. NPR. In other words, the idea being. I don't sound like this. Shelly, we're going to call Mark McCluskey, and we're going to, Mark, hey, Mark, listen, thank you so much for being on the air with you. Uh, We want to ask you a few important questions, and we'd appreciate a concise and precise and and, and to-the-point answer. Are you ready, Mark? Okay, we're going to begin our questioning right now, Mark. Okay, so to to circle back, there... There, these are comments in 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 um, John's uh, article. No, people people found me out and they and they e- either emailed me or texted me and they you know like and they what, texted you and said you'd never make it on NPR. No, the Democrats because in other words to them to uh, them radio is like hi Shelly good morning Shelly how's everything at your place this morning. Have you had your coffee yet? That's how I talk all the time. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. No, no. I've got a See, very calming no, voice when I watch yes. you. Brad. Nobody talks like that, except the people on NPR. And there's there's a formula. <laughs> I bet they do. They, they do the interview, and then at the end of the interview, the interviewer, who is an NPR person, says, thank you, Dr. So-and-so, for being on the air with us. And then Dr. So-and-so says, well, you're most welcome. I always enjoy talking with you NPR people. And that's how the interview ends. Every single time. Every time. Okay. Well, everybody's got to have consistency. Okay. And speaking of NPR, I'm sorry. I think NPR is a waste of money. I saw You wh- sat there and watched it this weekend, didn't you? I don't watch it. Or heard it, it I this weekend, didn't no, you? No. I, I, see, there's a couple. Say the truth. There's a couple shows on NPR. See, first off, here's what's interesting. Okay. So that the answer would be yes. Okay. No, no, no. No, here's, here's my complaint with NPR. NPR is now making more money off their podcasts than they are off, off their radio broadcasts, okay? They're making more money off the podcasts. And last week it came out that, oh, my God, they've got they've to cut budget. So what do they do? They've got to cut $10 million out of their budget. Oh, my God, I feel so sorry for some. So what did they cut? 
they cut the internship program. I'm going like, what? The internship program, what does that cost you? I mean, what, you know, like, let's say they're paying the interns. They're not paying them $100,000 a year like the rest of the people make on NPR. No, they're, they're not. They're like, if they're paying them, they're paying them like minimum wage or something like that. So, uh-huh. and see, the thing that gripes me about this is I am a perfect, or maybe this is not good. I'm a perfect example of a guy who got my job in radio by being an unpaid intern. I showed up. At a radio station on 111 South Bemiston in Clayton in August of 1973, knew you know I, I I knew somebody who worked there and I said, hey man, I'd love to come work there. I knocked on the door one night. They not let me in and they put me to work. That's how I got into the radio business. I worked there part time when I was going to school, my undergrad degree. On the day before my graduation, the boss and I at that point in time I was being paid a little bit part time. But I did a full-time internship. I worked there 40 hours a week. Actually, I worked more than 40 hours a week. I worked there for, you know, more than 40 hours a week as my internship. And the day before my graduation, I graduated on a Saturday from SIU Edwardsville. The boss, Ted Smith, E.A.W. Smith, called me in his office and says, Brad, I'm thinking to myself, I'm getting fired. You know, how can you get fired from an internship? You know, and he, Brad, we've, we've taken note of your hard work here at the radio station, and I'm going to officially offer you a job. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to accept the job. I'm going to offer this to you right now. I want you to take the rest of the day off, have fun graduating tomorrow, and be back here on Monday, and you're a full-time employee. I got hired for the whopping sum of full-time $150 a week. <laughs> that was my I was salaried so I couldn't get but overtime. What was the I mean what was the uh cost of living back then? Okay, but still it was $150 a week. Do the math. That what is that? 150 times divided by 40 what is it, like 2 bucks an hour or something like that? Come on. My first government job I made Three. I was working for the highest, the top-rated radio station in town, making 150 bucks a week. That's what I was doing. Okay, I but know, the, but you were 12, Brad. But the point being, I got that job because of an internship. I think internships. I agree. I got my job because of an internship. I think internships are so important. Matter of fact, I was told this. I don't know if that's true or not. I was told by one of my educator friends that it used to be that you did your student teaching if you're going to get your degree to become a teacher your education degree that you did your student teaching at the end of your coursework and then you graduated you did your student teaching and you graduated i was told they turned that around that like after your second year at college you did student teaching because so many teachers after they graduated had their degree went and taught go oh, i hate this and they quit after one year so they said oh, we'll just throw them in the in, in you know student teaching in like after a couple years and then they dropped out of the program i don't know if that's true or not any of your educated people out there you can you can text me okay hold on a minute. i still got to get my calculator up here okay I made $150 a week divided by 40. I made $3.75 an hour, $3.75 an hour, okay? Now there are people working flipping burgers down in the in the valley making $25 an hour. I know what you can say. Well, cost living different. Hey, you know what? There are times I sit here with you, nothing against you. I think to myself, I could be flipping burgers down at, at Culver's in the valley for 25 bucks an hour. What am I doing on the air? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> You'd be working at Freddy's. No, there's no Freddy's in the Valley. Yes. I have to work in the Valley because I want to see all the... See, when you work at the fast food places in, in the Valley, 
the people come through the drive-thru all driving Bentleys and, and Lambo, Lambos and Ferraris. You know, you work out in St. Charles County, they're driving Fords and Chevys. Who wants that? I want to work down the valley where everybody has a cool car. You know, everybody, in, if you live in Chesterfield, you, did you know that that's part of the rule that if you live in Chesterfield, you have to have at least a $100,000 car? You have to prove that, otherwise you get kicked out of Chesterfield? That is a lie. It's, Stop it. It's true. What are you talking about? Of course so- it is, Brad. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, I got to do this one. Okay. <laughs> and then I'll tell maybe I'll maybe I'll tell my story next break. Okay. No, tell it now. Okay. I I heard this on NPR of the weekend. You're not going to you believe it. You did listen to NPR. I, oh, I tell you I do. Okay. Paper. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Okay. When you go to grocery shopping, you know the people who are like, I don't I don't cause any environmental problems because I bring my reusable canvas bag. You know the people that they, I yes, don't I, I don't those take people. those those nasty those nasty plastic bags. Okay? This is this I heard this in NPR, and this is funny because it's anti NPR stuff, okay? So the premise is that if you're a good doobie and you love the environment and you hug trees, that you don't go, when you go to Schnooks or Deerbergs or whatever the place, you don't take their plastic bags because, oh my God, that's terrible. You know, they're made out of oil. It's petrochemical and they're disposable and you throw them away. Instead, you buy yourself a canvas bag with like the straps on it and you put your groceries in that, right? Get what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. A scientific study has come out and said... The carbon footprint to make those canvas bags, Uh how many times do you have to use that canvas bag to make up for the fact that you did not take one plastic bag? So in other words, the the concept is there's a point when after you use that canvas bag so many times, you've essentially equaled what it would cost to produce the and once again this is the carbon footprint not cost basis or anything like that how much impact in the environment let's call it that how much impact in the environment if you buy one of those canvas bags what's the ratio to a plastic bag so in other words there's x amount of times you have to use your bag to essentially you know equal what one plastic bag impact on the environment would be. And after that X amount of times, every time you go use your canvas bag, you are saving the environment. Take a guess how many times you have to use your canvas bag to equal the environmental impact of one plastic bag. Take a guess. 5,789 times. You're low. (laughs) 7,100 times. You have to go to the grocery store 7,100 times with your goofy, stupid, you know, canvas bag that equal one, one stupid little bag. One. Okay. <laughs> and matter of fact, and there's a whole section of this article that talks about this is on. And by the way, this is on CNN. This is not like on on like some, you know, right wing. Oh, those guys, those people with those canvas bags. And there's a paragraph in the article which has a title to it it's called unintended consequences which we talk about it the law of unintended consequences here we go well-intended bans and limits on single-use plastics are in some cases having unintended consequences in in new jersey this year's ban on single-use plastic and paper bags has meant grocery delivery services have switched to heavy-duty bags 
Their customers now complain of a glut of reusable heavy-duty bags that they don't know what to do with. In the United Kingdom, where I live, this is this is a reporter from, from England, the average person who now buys around three single-use carrier bags a year, down from 140 in 2014, the year before a charge was levied on single-use bags. However, Greenpeace said UK supermarkets in 2019 sold 1.58 billion durable plastic bags known as Bags for Life, equivalent to 57 per household and more than a bag per week. And this was a 4.5% increase compared to 2018. So in other words, they're buying, they're buying these, these reusable bags, but they're buying them more than one bag per week. So they're not, they're not recycling them. They're not reusing them. They're just buying another bag and they're taking you know, it home. And it's really funny about that because that's actually a little business. We both have a mutual friend that sells those camber, those canvas fabric bags, right? And they have cute sayings on them, so that she makes them personalized. Yeah, but <laughs> once again, it's like I think that's a great idea. <sighs> but see, here's the interesting thing. I know people go like, "How in the world does a canvas bag not have as much Im- has have had that tremendous impact?" Because it's the carbon footprint. Think about it for a minute. Most of the canvas bags are made out of cotton or something. You know, once again, it's a natural fiber. Oh, you got a, a, a bag with a natural fiber. Okay, there's a farmer that, that got his tractor filled with diesel and went out and plowed the field. And then he went and stuck some seeds in the ground. And then he went and drove his tractor with, you know, billing out that diesel smoke over the over the field, and he put pesticide on the field. Then he went and he harvested that that product, and then he put it in his combine. Then he, then the combine went back and put it in a truck, and the truck took that that product to the grain elevator. Then the grain elevator put it on a barge somewhere, and then the barge went down the river, and and it went to you know, and then it got another truck. So the idea being is that canvas bag that you bought, it's got tremendous carbon footprint behind it because all the things that had to happen to it, you know, from the seed in the ground to, you know, being harvested and being trucked here and trucked there and made into fiber. And then the fiber goes to another plant where they make it into cloth. And then that cloth goes to another plant where they, where they stitch it into bags. And then the bags go to a, another plant where there's, they're sent out to distribution centers. And then, and then somebody, you know, trucks it from the distribution center to the Wally world. And you go buy it at the Wally world and you drive it home. Get what I'm saying? Okay. Tremendous impact. Environmental impact. A lot impact. of things that leave a tremendous impact. <laughs> no, but it's a negative impact. But the idea being is, I have been in stores before. This happened to me at least twice where I've been in the checkout. Once it was at Schnooks, once it was at Deerberg's, where the woman behind me chastised me for, and it was always a woman, chastised me for using a plastic bag. You know, I'm minding my own business. I mean, I don't buy that much stuff. When I go there, I buy like maybe two or three items. I mean, like, you know, I'm in the like the, you know, the 10 or less aisle when there's always some jerkazoid with 30 people, 30 items in his cart. But anyway, or excuse me, it's always a woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. So, wow. Did, did you really go there? Twice these women behind me said, sir, you know, you should be using a canvas recyclable or canvas reusable bag. I go, okay. Thanks. I never get in the, you know, I never argue See, with anything like that. See, you could get one from that from uh that that little business I was talking about and it could say this is my reusable canvas bag, bite me. <laughs> Boy, that would be a friendly sign saying. It <laughs> would. 
put that in my bag. But it'd be true. Hey, this is my reusable bag. Stuff it sideways if you don't like it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> or, or no, how about how about I put this canvas bag? I'll have to use this canvas bag seven thousand one hundred times before it equals the environmental impact of one plastic bag. Do you feel better now about your stupid canvas bag? You think they get that all in one bag? Yeah, but just think about all the people <laughs> that um it, that the canvas bag people employ. What's that? And it takes a thousand years to get rid of a plastic bag. Oh, the smartest woman in the world says, I sell those fabric bags with cute sayings on the side. <laughs> I'm in trouble now. <laughs> yes, yes, she does. <laughs> and the interesting thing was, I heard this story on NPR. It's in, it's, it's, it's in their, their, they had this game show. It's actually pretty good. They have a bunch of comedians on the game show, and they have guest hosts in from time to time. It's called uh, What'd You Say or, or like, you know, or I don't know. It's, it's on 10 o'clock on Saturday mornings. And they give the answer to this question. How many times do you have to use your canvas bag before it, it equals the environmental impact of one plastic bag? And they said 7,100. And one of the panelists, uh, one of the, the get, you know, the panelists is on like little panels say, I can't believe you just said, told that information on NPR because that's what every NPR person is. They have their reusable canvas bag. I'm going like, amen, brother. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it is. You get the, you know. I never forget it, but what I do is, you know, since I have my own yeah. um, milk carton. Yeah, I gave you two of them. I know you did. I keep them in my car. Yeah. And then that's what I use to go to Sam's. See, I love milk cartons. I probably own about 50 of them now. Milk crates. Milk crates. Uh, beautiful. And and I have to tell you something. My source has dried up. Why? I used to be able to get them at Tractor Supply. God, there's a funny story behind this. Tractor Supply used to have... they these were, This is my whole goofy story about me buying these. I can't find buddies is the place where they manufacture them in Union, okay? I can't yes. just walk into Buddies and buy them. you got to buy them from a store, okay? Uh-huh. I used to be able, on sale, I used to get them for 7 bucks a piece at Tractor Supply, okay? Now, one milk crate on the tractors, and if you don't believe me, you can go on the Tractor Supply website right now, prove me wrong, one milk crate is now, I used to buy, they used to have them on sale, two of them, for like, on sale, they were like... essentially seven bucks a piece. Okay. Now one milk crate is now $39. No way. Hey, next break. Go look it up. Tractors. Tractors. Tractor supply. Go to tractorsupply.com. Just when you go to the search, track, uh, type in milk crate and see if it doesn't come back at 39 bucks. Okay. Watch me do it right now. I'm telling you. Here, we take the break, and I'll tell you my marketplace story next hour, okay? Will you? Yes, I will. I hate when you do that. <laughs> it's called Quarter Hour Recycling, 728. It's called something. It is BS Show, 733. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. And you didn't do your homework, did you? I'm, I tried. Okay, I'm I looking. I it, and it came up a bunch of Amazon buddies. No, no. I said go to the tract. I'm looking at the Tractor Supply website right now. I've t- typed in milk crate, Okay. To a certain extent. What is the Tractor Supply website? Tractorsupply.com. I mean, how oh. complicated is that? Come on. Don't be snippy okay. with me, sir. I'm looking at the milk crate right now, and I said they were $39. Well, I'll be honest with you. I lied a little bit because they were $39.99. Now they're on sale for $35.99. One stinking milk crate. I used to be able to buy two of them. 
They'd ship them to one of the stores. They'd ship them to the like I'd ship them to the union store. They would charge me no shipping. I would. They, two of them were on sale for like thirteen ninety nine. Two of them thirteen ninety nine. Now one of them is thirty five ninety nine. Why is that? Now all of a sudden they're auto exec milk crates. You know what the auto exec milk crate is? No. The auto exec company has come out with a whole bunch of things to turn your milk crate into a mobile office. They've got a thing that attaches. That's to, kind of what to, we do. That's to, what I do. To the side of the of, but you don't have a you don't have a laptop stand and a, you don't have a, a smartphone stand and you don't have a power inverter. You don't have a a a, 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 a an apron that goes around the crate. That you can put pens and stuff like that. If you buy the complete system from auto exec it's 377 dollars and 99 cents and that's on sale it was 419 dollars 99 cents and once again it's based on a milk crate which used to be seven bucks now 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 they're some of them are like 263 i'm telling you it's a stupid milk crate and once again i used to buy these well, all no, the- they do have a uh, table mount, power inverter. I know, phone but mount. the look at the basic milk crate. Okay, what did I, I see say? The basic milk crate. How, what does the price say? Just to justify that it wasn't. I can what before the sale price before you knocked off four dollars. How much was it? Read it. Oh, go, let me go. Okay, go, the basic milk crate. Go ahead, read it. Very top of the page. It there. says was thirty nine ninety nine. I said they were thirty nine bucks, and you said hey, it can't be thirty nine dollars. No way. Well, I'm just surprised. There's no way. Because <laughs> you can go on, you can go on Amazon and get two of them, buddies, two of them, for thirty bucks. But you used to be able to buy buddies at Melt at Tractor Supply for seven bucks a piece. Well, you probably. And you could mm. you could pick colors. You, matter of fact, that, that see, I'm a connoisseur of fine milk crates. Okay, you are. I, I've gotten some crappy milk crates before, and depending where you buy them, some of them are really poorly made. The buddies, which are made in Union, Missouri, by local folks in Franklin County, are excellent, and their they colors are excellent, and they come in hot pink. Oh, their he colors. Gave me two of them. It was like a perk. Well, I've got I've got milk crates made by other color companies and other colors, which I won't mention. They're like washed out colors orange looks like yuck pink looks like yuck red looks like yuck when you get a buddy's milk crate in red it's red in blue it's blue in green it's green the pink ones i got you do those stand out or what yes i do i mean i love it if you showed up at a chamber of commerce meeting with your pink milk crate people would be going oh shelly where did you get that where'd you get that incredible pink milk crate how can i get shelly i'm so jelly (laughs) shelly's jelly okay so should I tell my my Facebook marketplace story now? Please do. Okay. I you know me, I am a grass cutting freak. I have been yes, this way are. since like my my early days. He cuts when... his grass and then he gets off the lawnmower and then he goes down and then he he has this little ruler thing, this gauge on how high he wants his grass. Well and he cries. Okay. Literally cries. First off, you if it's too short. No, 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 you know, no, no. No, I cut. You can't you can't like recut it and get it to perfect height? I mean, like a child sob. Okay, my my but ex if he gets it right, right on. No, 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 no. No, you're making that up. My former next door neighbor used to oh. make fun of me because I cut my grass anywhere between four and a half and five inches. Okay, people go four and a half and five inches. Okay, here's the here's the routine. You talk to anybody in the turf business anybody and they will tell you the biggest mistake people make 
unless you got zoysia, the biggest mistake in the St. Louis area people make is cutting their grass too short because then it gets burnt out in the summer. Because there's first off, think about this. It makes sense. The longer the piece of grass is, the more there is to get the sunlight, get photosynthesis, and all that kind of good stuff. But more important, the longer the blade of grass is, okay, the longer the blade of grass, the more area it has to receive the photosynthesis from the sun. Okay, mm-hmm. the sun, you know, grows grass, you know, the temperature's got to be a certain temperature, blah, 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 blah. Got to have good soil, you know, fertilize all that kind of stuff. Okay, if you cut it short, like, like three, two and a half inches, like my goofy next door neighbor used to do it, his, his, in the summer, his, his lawn just gets killed because of the fact that it's cut too short. Okay, that's the way it is. You cut it too short. Okay, so, and if you talk to most guys that do this for a living, professional they will tell you the shortest they will cut is three and a half inches now that's in the st louis area once again because of the fact that we don't have bermuda for the most part some people do uh, most people don't have zoysia you can cut zoysia real 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 short but typically what they call the cool season grasses which we have here the fescue and stuff like that yeah. has to be cut high and especially in the summer because of the fact that you want and not only that if you keep your grass cut high like that it essentially keeps the sun off of the earth, off of the, the, the dirt, because of the fact that it's shielding the dirt and the grass, the dirt doesn't grow, grow uh, doesn't dry out as quick. So in other words, think about it. If you, if you like on your side of your house, if you have, if people have shade on one side of the house, people know that, you know, certain parts of their lawn grow much better because they have, you know, sunlight and other parts grow. But in the summer, when you have intense sunlight, the part that usually dies is the part that doesn't have any sunlight. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Okay. Or, or, or excuse me, the part that dies is the part that has sunlight, doesn't have any sunlight. Okay, so I love cutting grass, and I love lawnmowers. At one point in time, I had 11 lawnmowers, okay? So I have a lawnmower that I bought brand new in 1997. I still have it, a John Deere Commercial 48 lawnmower, okay? It's a walk-behind. Big 48, got a big Kawasaki engine on it, the whole bit. The problem I'm having is it's no longer supported by John Deere. There are parts on that I can't get anymore. Now... And I had, I had the transmission go on at once, and that was because of the fact of all crazy things. It's a crazy, weird story. I hit a beer bottle. The beer bottle punctured my tire. The tire wrapped itself around the axle, and it, it damaged the transmission. And I got inside the transmission and rebuilt it because I was able to buy the parts from John Deere. Can't buy them anymore. They're discontinued. And Did you look on Marketplace? You can't find them anymore. They are not. So in other words, I looked I looked at Marketplace from time to time, and on Saturday morning, I found a used one. Not one, but two of them. And the ad said... Transmissions? No, whole lawnmowers. Complete lawnmowers. Complete, oh. complete John Deere's. Identical okay. to the one I've got. Actually, the one was better than the one I've got. The one I've got is a gear drive. This guy had a gear drive like mine, and he had a hydro... It's, I'm in the nerdville right now. Nobody doesn't know what I'm talking about. Okay, so I call, I text the guy, you know, on through Marketplace. I go, Hey, are those still available? Yeah, and I look at where he's at. He's in North City. Okay, so I'm going, Okay, in North City, and I and this is like nine thirty. You went into North City by yourself. <laughs> this is nine thirty on Saturday morning, and I said, Do you still have both of them? He says, Yes, I do, and he says neither of them run. And it was in the ad, it was both of them for $1,000. Now, keep in mind, new, 
these were like four or five thousand dollar lawnmowers. Okay, these are not cheap lawnmowers. Okay, these are expensive commercial grade John Deere lawnmowers. Okay, so I said I'll be right over. Give me your address. He gives me address. I'm there in 20 minutes. I get there, and it's like, OMG. This is, and two guys outside, and I pull up, and there's two guys in a pickup truck trying to load a snowplow into the back of a pickup truck with a big old dumpster, one of those big roll-off dumpsters sitting in front of this house in North City. And so I, and a guy walks up to me, and he says, hey, man, what are you doing here? I said, I'm, I'm coming to take a look at the Oh, that's me. Come on down. So I go in this guy's garage, and the picture uh-huh. shows the garage is just filled with stuff. I go and you know once again he said he said to me at one point in the in the conversation going back and forth he says I took that those pictures this morning okay so and I said to him both of them still there yes I get there the garage is empty except for one lawnmower and it's not the one I really want so I go up and look at it and it's been partially disassembled and he says it doesn't run Somebody's taking the starter off the top, you know, but otherwise it's in pretty good shape. And most importantly, it's got the exact same transmission as mine. So I'm going like, oh, it's got a transmission. You know, I bet you I can, I can, you know, worst comes, come, he says the engine's blowing up in the thing. I said, okay, fine. I said, and he goes back and forth. So his partner comes over and starts saying, oh my God, this thing's like brand new. We just used it a couple weeks ago. Okay. There ain't no way anybody used this lawnmower a couple weeks ago. It's got right. it's got dust on it. It's dirtier than I'll get out. It's like it looks like it's beat to hell. Well, it's not too bad a shape, but it's got a complete transmission on it. And I said to him, I said to him, "Can I push it?" And he goes, "Why wouldn't you push it?" I go, "I want to make sure the transmission's not locked up." And he says, "Not unless you buy it." <laughs> so I'm going like, "Really? Yeah." I said, "I think I'm going to pass." So I start walking. Oh, and the other guy, "Hey, man, take a look at this. Look at this. Look at these wheels." This guy's doing like the sales job. Of, oh my God, this has got the the high temperature blades on it. It's got. He's giving me all these BS. I mean, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And I go, "Have you ever used? Oh man, I used it. I I cut summer, cut grass all summer with this lawnmower. This lawnmower hasn't moved in probably five years. You know." And I think what happened was, and I said. I go, I go, what are you guys doing here? Oh, we're cleaning this place out. And the other guy says, uh, well, I'm moving in. I'm going, like, no, you're not moving in. You know, that I think I think quite honestly, what happened was, unfortunately, the inhabitant of that house passed away. And I think the house was being foreclosed on or something like that. And these guys were the cleanup crew. You know what I mean? So apparently, mm-hmm. apparently the whoever the 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 you know the real estate agency or maybe they were buying. I don't know. I, I didn't think they were. But I think it's one of those deals. Sometimes if you call like you know like the you know I got junk or whatever you know one eight hundred got junk. You know those guys. Right. A lot of times they come away with really good stuff. Matter of fact, when I go to my recycling place down at Valley Park, they've got a whole area where they've got stuff that people brought in to just recycle, which they keep and they sell. Matter of fact, I bought a bunch of drills from them like that. I bought some really nice uh, DeWalt drills that you know were being, being there. They've dropped off to be recycled, and they said they work fine. Matter of fact, I used to one all the time. I paid twenty five bucks for that drill with with the charger and the battery. The battery alone's worth one hundred fifty bucks. Anyway, going back to this thing, so. I say to the guys, yeah, I'm thinking to myself, these guys are cleaning out this house. And essentially, what the, whoever gave them the, the, the job to clean out the house, you know, they said, hey, whatever you want, you know, throw it away, do whatever you want, just get rid of all the stuff. So I said to the guy, and he goes like, and he goes, it's 600 bucks. And I go, 
I go, you had two of them for 1000 Well, this one's the better one. I go, no, this one's the worst one. The other one was the hydro one. That was a more expensive lawnmower. And I go, did somebody just go, oh, yeah, but the time, right after you texted me, a guy showed up, had the money, and off he went. I'm going like, no, he didn't. That's BS. So mm-hmm. I said to the guy, I said, I don't have my truck. Uh, I said, I don't know any way to deliver it. He says, well, I'll deliver it for $100. And I go, what's that? Now it's now $700. So I start to leave again, and they're like, hey. And the one guy's like, look at this. Look at the wheels it's got on. The wheels are like these. They're, they don't need air. They don't need air. And, and the, the thing's got you know, two caster wheels in the front, which are solid rubber. The two rear tires are flat. I can't even move the thing. So I go, I go, I don't, I, I'm not interested. So the guy's walking down the sidewalk and he's still, hey man, hey man, come on, come on, come on back, come on back. So I go, 300 bucks delivered. And then we go, oh, we, go, we can't go that low. Oh, $300, oh, $300 delivered. No, no way. Finally, I go, $300 delivered. Other than that, I get in my car and I leave. So the guy's, okay, deal. <laughs> so I said, I said, I said, I don't have the money with me. I said, I'll go to the ATM. I said, can you just deliver it at my place? He says, yeah. I said, I'll text you the address. So I text him the address and these two guys show up and the one guy's limping because he claims that he hurt his leg loading the lawnmower. Okay, so now the lawnmower's in the back of their truck, and they have no way to get it out. I go, how did you get it in there? We picked it up. I go, well, let's pick it up and pull it. Oh, no, we can't do that. So for a half an hour, these two guys try to figure out how to get the lawnmower out of the back of the truck. And so I, finally I give him a couple of two-by-six I got laying around, and he tries to roll it down the ramps you know, with the tires being flat. And I'm going like, this is not going to work. So I get my little air tank and I air them up and they roll it down. And the one, while they're doing it, the guy, oh, I do this all the time. I know how to do this. And he comes down the ramp and the one ramp falls down and the lawnmower hits the ground. I'm going like, okay, now my lawnmower is ruined. <laughs> now the frame's bent. So the crazy thing is they leave. I look at it and I'm going like, you know, come to think of it, this doesn't look in that bad of shape. I don't think the motor's blowing up in the thing. So I spin the I spin the because it's got the starter taken off the top. I spin, you know, the crankshaft and it spins. I'm going, hold on. He said the motor was locked up. So, you know, the start the the cable is gone from the you know the pole starter is gone. So this is like Brad Nerdville. If you have a real powerful and this is like a 15 horsepower engine. This is a big engine. You can put the socket into the end of the crankshaft and put a drill on it, and you can you can spin the engine. You know, with a drill. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, instead of I like do. pulling the yes. starter, you go. It's like having a starter motor on. Rah, rah, rah. So the thing what spins. What was that again? Rah, 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 rah. Thing spins okay. really easily. So I grab myself a can of of, of of starter fluid and I spray it in the carburetor. It starts right up. And I'm going, like, this can't be for real. Sweet. Now it doesn't run because as soon as all the starter fluids have been burnt out, it stops, which means it's got a bad carburetor and stuff like that. Okay. So I go online. I'm thinking to myself. Once again, it's got a Kohler engine. Kohler no longer supports this 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 engine. It's like too old. It's like 20, 22 years old, stuff like that. Why do they do that? I, they it's just, just don't. so frustrating. They don't. They don't. But now that you got Amazon, there's 42 million guys selling parts for this lawnmower. Right. A, a Kohler carburetor cost three hundred and fifty dollars. You can't get them anymore. Some guys still have them. It's what they call NOS, no new old stock. They're sitting on some guy's shelf at a lawnmower repair shop, and he's got mm-hmm. it. He's, he's trying to sell it for one hundred fifty. A brand new Chinese carburetor is guess how much? Two hundred. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> really? Yes, fifteen dollars for a Chinese carburetor. And I'm going like, I wonder if that will make it work. 
So I ordered myself a $15 Chinese carburetor. I'm going to put it on when it gets in there and see if I can get the thing started. I might have, once again, this crazy thing just might work. And I'm thinking to myself, and you know, I'm thinking to myself, these guys are just hustlers, you know, but the point of the story was, let's just hope it was theirs to sell. (laughs) I think it was, but I came back a natural bridge uh, from the city out to 170. Okay. Okay. They've made for like a three mile stretch of natural bridge. They made it into one lane in each direction, including in front of UMSL. And I'm going like, okay, so what do the poor students at UMSL do? Is there like traffic jams trying to get UMSL? Because there's only one lane in each direction. And they have these nice little planter boxes in the middle of the of where they, you know, where the lanes used to be. And it's like one stinking lane. And when I say one lane, it's not one lane on a shoulder. It's one lane. So mm-hmm. if your car breaks down, like if you blow a tire or your engine seizes up, you block traffic. There's no way anybody can get around you because on the left side you got a planter box, the right side you got the sidewalk. You know, with the well, curb. Well, it's just like in NoCo. What have they done with those? I mean, you can't get to West Florissant. I know. Elizabeth is. I know. It's nutty. Iffy. I know. And it's like it's like okay, this is an improvement, guys. I mean, like you're making. I, mean, I really don't understand what they did. To me, <laughs> they just sat there and. Boggled up traffic and it's foobar. No, a bunch of the guys that mowed out out to Chesterfield say, how can we really make North County even more screwed up traffic-wise than it is right now? Well, I got an idea. Let's do this. Let's eliminate the on and off ramps at West Florissant. Let's eliminate the on and off ramps at no Washington Elizabeth. Thinking. Let's eliminate the on and off ramps at Florissant Road. And you'll be able to get on and off at 367 or Lindbergh and that's it. Okay, guys, nice job. Thanks for spending $2 billion of the taxpayer money to screw up <laughs> North County, right? Man. Pretty much, yes. If, if they did this West County, the attorneys, all the attorneys that live out there in West County would be suing them till their their eyes bled. You know what I mean? But North County, I you do. get away with that kind of stuff. You know? St. Charles County, you couldn't get away with that because Steve Elman would, would be our protector. Yes, he would. He would. He would. Because he's the guy that wants to cr- get rid of traffic jams out there at 70 with the railroad overpass, just, you know, right, right between Z and, and Wentzville Parkway. He wants to make it easier to drive on the highways and put more lanes in it. He's not like these these county people and city people. Oh, we have a four-lane road. Let's make it a two-lane road. You don't need those other two lanes. That would be too much convenience. Oh, man. As a matter of fact, if we make it a two-lane road, you have to drive slower and you have to go to the grocery store and get yourself a canvas bag and you'll burn less energy. Oh, life's good, right? Hey, Chatty Kathy, we missed a break. No, we didn't because I'm going to do it right now. Oh. Chatty Kathy. Nobody knows what that means. There's a few people that know what the chatty Cathy thing is about. That's really true. 7.52. It is BS.show. The smartest woman in the world says that most people who go to UMSL use the Florissant Road entrance and they don't use the Natural Bridge Road entrance. It could be true. They did a they redid that Florissant Road, which is the south entrance. No, excuse me. That's the north entrance. And the Natural Bridge is the south entrance. So if you go to UMSL, text me and tell me which entrance you go in. 314-280-8880. Talking about them knocking down Natural Bridge right there in front of UMSL from four lanes to two. Also, you know what's happening today, Shelley? What is happening today, Brad? They're going to try to throw Trump in jail. No. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, the January 6th committee holds their final meeting today and they're expected to take action against Trump, indicting him for at least two, possibly four crimes that if he were convicted of those, he could end up in jail. So they're trying to throw him in jail. 
That is such a crock of crap. <laughs> Let the guy go. He's not going to. I mean, seriously. He's not going to. There's really, no. There's he no, was right. Well, there's no way in hell he's ever going to get reelected. You know, I mean, there's they've, they've yeah. killed him. You know, they keep suing him. They keep suing his kids. They keep suing his. They, you know, they sued his dog. Do you know that? His dog. His. They sued his dog. Do you know about that? Why? Because his because dog. Because the first dog peed in the White House? No, he, li- what? he lifted his leg on a tree, and the environmentalists are trying to say that he killed that tree, and because of that tree, the temperature, one tree, the temperature is going to go up four degrees because of that one tree being peed on by the dog, and he's going to, tree's going to die. You know, of course, if, if dogs killed trees by urinating on them, we wouldn't have any more trees left. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they would yes, all be, I do. They would all be gone. Like, you know that from your dogs, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, but my dogs are a little bit different than the first dog. Isn't he like a Yorkie? I know. I see. Trump didn't have a dog. That was see. That was that was one of the rubs. They said Trump doesn't have a dog. What does that tell you? Every president uh-huh. have to have a stupid dog. The one we have right now, the 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 dog attacks the Secret Service agents and puts them in the hospital. But that's okay. Okay, we got to go. We'll go say goodbye, Shelly. Goodbye, Shelly. Have a great day, everybody. Happy Monday. We're going to have a great week. Oh, what's next weekend? You didn't do it quick enough. I got to go. It's, oh, it's peace, eight, I fly. Eight o'clock. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.